0: The following is my conversation with Eric Weinstein, a scientist who specializes in the incomprehensibleness of the world. I hope you enjoy our discussion. This show is possible because of Foothills transports. Uh, Click below to learn more. Hey Eric, thanks for joining us today. No
1: problem, I appreciate the opportunity. So tell us a little bit about your work. What sort of research are you involved in Um, a physicist, so I study the physical world. Specifically, I'm interested in understanding the complexity of it. That sounds like a pretty interesting field. Uh, What sort
0: of things do you find intriguing about the physical world? Well, one example is the debauching phenomenon. Debauching phenomenon, what is that?
1: Basically, it's when a liquid flows out of a container or pipe at a faster rate than it can enter. That definitely sounds strange. How does it happen? Well. It depends on the size and shape of the container or pipe. If it's small and round, the flow will be direct. The liquid will just flow right in. But if the container or pipe is bigger or shaped differently, the flow will be indirect. In other words, the liquid will first flow around the object and then flow into it. Interesting, so what purpose does the botching have? Well, it can have practical consequences, for example, If you're using a water pump to draw water from a well, you need to make sure that the pump can handle the flow rate. If the debouching rate is too high, the pump won't be able to keep up and the water will start flowing out of the well uncontrollably. That makes sense. So what do you think is the significance of debouching phenomena? I think it shows us how complex the world can be. We often take things for granted. Maybe we think the world is basically straightforward and understandable, but that's not always the case. There are lots of strange phenomena out there that we wouldn't understand unless we took a closer look. That's definitely true. So what do you think makes the world so complex? I think it has to do with the complexity of the things we see. For example, consider a glass of water. If you look at it closely, you'll see that the water molecules are organized in a series of layers and a series of layers. That sounds like it would be fairly simple to understand. Yeah, it is. But consider a clear container of water that's been filled with ice. It's very easy to see how the ice molecules are organized. There are individual chunks of ice all over the place, all over the place. Wow, that's really clear. Yeah, and that's because we can see everything detail. The ice molecules are small enough that we can see them individually. But when we look at water that's been vessels, like a glass of water, it becomes more complex. We can't see everything, and the water molecules are spread out over a large area. That makes sense. So do you think this complexity is inherent in the world, or does it come from our understanding of it? I think it comes from our understanding. Uh, For example, if we had a molecule view of water, uh, a view where we ignored the containers and looked at the individual water molecules, the complexity would be even greater. That makes sense. So what do you think are the consequences of this complexity? I think they have two main consequences. First, it creates challenges for us in terms of understanding and manipulating the world. Second, it creates opportunities for new discoveries and innovations. That's definitely true. So what do you think are some of the most interesting challenges or opportunities posed by the complexity of the world? Well, one example is the incomprehensibleness of the world. We often find ourselves struggling to understand things or to come up with new solutions to problems.
0: That sounds like a pretty big challenge. What do you think is necessary for us to be able to overcome
1: this difficulty? I think it's important to have a good understanding of the world, both its underlying principles and its details. And secondly, it's important to be open to new ideas and solutions. If we keep our eyes open and afraid to reject anything that sounds potentially new and interesting, I think we'll be able to overcome our incomprehensibleness. That sounds like a pretty sensible approach. Mm -hmm. So what do you think are some of the best ways to develop a good understanding of the world? Well, one way is to learn about the foundations of the physical world. For example, chemistry and physics are two fields that rely heavily on principles of mathematics and physics and physics. That sounds like it would be helpful. What do you think are some of the best ways to develop an open mind? I think it's important to be curious and open to new ideas. Maybe start by looking at things from different perspectives. Maybe try something that you wouldn't usually do. And finally, keep an open mind throughout your learning process. Don't get too attached to any particular perspective or understanding of the world.
0: That sounds like a pretty sensible approach. So what do you think are some of the benefits of having a good
1: understanding of the world? I think there are a few benefits. For example, having a good understanding can help us solve problems and achieve our goals. And it can also lead to creativity and innovation.
0: Well, I think that's all the time we have. Thank you for coming on the show, Eric. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Lexman Artificial, our new podcast from the team behind This American Life. We'll end this episode with a poem by yours truly. Though the world is complex and we don't always understand it, we must try and keep an open mind uh, and learn as much as we can. For if we don't, we'll never reach our full potential. We'll, We'll never reach our full potential and we'll surely be incomprehensibly debush.